And welcome, kids, to another edition of Porch Beers with the Lynx. Andy? With Andy. Oh. <laughs> uh, I missed my cue. Yeah, yeah. You know, we did a couple of dry runs here before, uh, before we, we still didn't get it jumped right. Jumped in, you still messed up the timing. Well, we did pre rehearse almost this entire show. Well, we had Ryan over there counting us off, and uh, he messed it up. Uh, sorry, guys. Messed yep. <laughs> so, who we got tonight, Dave? Uh, well, we that that voice we hear over there is uh, is my buddy Ryan, Ryan McDaniel here tonight. Hello, fellas. <laughs> and lady. And <laughs> there may be a lady listening out there somewhere. Oh, well, I was talking to you guys. Oh, okay. Uh, I try not to think about other people listening to this. Because it's so. intimidating? Yeah, it's kind of scary. You know, I try to keep a pretty low online presence, and this is like <laughs> really multiplying. Trust me, this won't. Process. This will not <laughs> impact that one bit. Okay. <laughs> I try to keep a low online presence. Now there's going to be something out there where I have spoken and it's like in the, you know, online now. It's on Spotify. No one listens to Spotify. (laughs) Do you like stay off the grid? Do you have like a shelter and like you can your own foods and stuff? Uh, No shelter. Uh, Canned foods, kind of. Like I have a tendency to can them and then not eat them. Uh, (laughs) Right, because you made them. Why would I want to (laughs) eat the food made by a dude like me? (laughs) Uh, but like, uh, I just don't, I don't have Facebook or any of that stuff. It isn't like a, you know, tinfoil cat wearing thing. It's just that I'm not a big fan of social media stuff. So I kind of stay away from it. But so many good things happen on social media. That's what I hear. Uh, yeah. I getting, mean, get in touch with old, uh, high school friends, old family members. That's the main reason that I stopped doing it. And that. then you get to share your political views. <laughs> oh God, that's the best. And you really went over hearts and minds on there. I figure that, like, having an anonymous presence online or having the ability to talk to people about topics like religion and politics and past loves would be well-suited for online direct messaging and Facebook posts. Like, it seems like a really good forum for that. See, I would peg you as the type to have a burner account that just is out there trolling people. Like, you you don't care one way or the other. You're just out there arguing, starting Twitter arguments over things for, for no good reason. No, I uh, I think they're, I see people do that. So I go to Reddit and I'll like follow a couple things in there. Um, and I see people that do stuff like that where I think the only goal in life is just like kind of stir the pot. And uh, I don't know what the point is. It just seems like you could be doing something else, like having a beer with you fine folks or something like that. Aww. Yeah. I also thought that it's probably saved my job a few times not being on Twitter. Right. Any of those things. You uh, really wanted to go out there and MF your employers? Yeah. I mean, there's been times, you know, where you make bad decisions because you're angry. Yeah, but that would have been, like, back in the days pre-social media, though, right? Oh, no. I'm just thinking, like, 2015. I'm pretty sure I wanted to MF my employer. (laughs) I was thinking back in the Chili's days, maybe, or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, that too. Boy, Ooh, there would have been some deleted tweets after that. Because <laughs> yeah. I probably would have taken photos of the customers I was going to MF. <laughs> I thought maybe you had hot takes on fajitas or something. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. yeah. They're a hot topic. Fajitas? Yeah, I mean, like, the two things trending right now in St. Louis social media are hashtag bring up Nolan Gorman and hashtag fajitas the best I mean chilies hands down right mm, yes 
Okay. Actually, how did they get it to sizzle all the damn time? Uh, there is a little oil that they throw on top of it that makes it uh, spit. Huh. And yep. heat too, right? I mean, yeah. So the hot. so the little <laughs> yes, the oil is not like a Mexican jumping bean kind of oil that just pops around. No, they get those little, like, they come in those little, like, iron skillets or whatever, and so they put those on the grill, too, and so they're all, like, blazing hot, and then you put the oil on there, and it goes, just like that. So when I get my fajitas at Chili's, this is all pre-planned, so they come to me sizzling? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. So they come out of the microwave kind of warm. <laughs> yes, warm it. That's where it starts, yeah. though, is in the microwave. And then, they, then they're all about presentation at Chili's. I never kind of got that about Chili's, that the presentation is important. Presentation is everything, apparently, man. Oh, yep. I'm sorry, presentation, yeah. not presentation. Uh, you know what? You say tomato, I say tomato. It's all good. It's all good. We're not here to correct grammar. Well, I've noticed that you guys do kind of fixate on pronunciational words sometimes in your uh, podcast. It has been a theme, yeah. I guess. Yeah, we do dwell on that a bit. Yeah, you I, every now it's just it's more of a self thing. You get hung up on a word, mm-hmm. like in your head, it doesn't sound right when it comes out. So that's why, yeah, we do get hung up on it. But yeah, then we also in, but then we also do encounter people like Brian who says "wolf" instead of "wolf." Oh. <laughs> I listened to that one today. I'm big fans of the, the show, so I go back and listen, and I found that pretty amusing. The whole wolf, wolf, and then something about there being wolves outside. <laughs> kind of like before we talked, we were talking about dudes in a car, like do versus dudes. Yeah, do. Oh, right, do. Do in a car, yeah, the hanging do, out. You were, you were not parking your car outside anymore because of the oh dude. the do yeah d-e-w then, yes and then that led to dudes in your car right who just got in there and pretended to drive it and made vroom noises vroom, vroom, yeah. the horn yeah and, and there's no innuendo <laughs> behind this whatsoever actually the thing is is once they start hawking the horn though i know they're there so i have to come on and shout at them <laughs> Get on, get out of here. Shoot. I take my broom and I like push him off. Go on, get. <laughs> Go on, get. Go home. <laughs> Ryan, have you ever ever had a job at a restaurant? I have not. No? Uh, the first job that, uh, the closest thing I could think of that I had was probably as a carry out at a grocery store. And I know that's nothing like working at a restaurant, but I did handle food and put it in people's cars. I wasn't serving them things that they ate, but I was carry out for a while. It's still very uh, general public interacting, though. Yes. And uh, the general public does kind of suck, so. Well, the town that I grew up in was pretty small, and this was a long time ago, and maybe I'm kind of romanticizing the past a bit, but. No one's I, ever done that around here. <laughs> <laughs> but I do recall the, the people being very friendly, and I don't recall any, you know, someone getting upset about my service as a carry out but I also wasn't like serving food that I had nothing to do with so when you're a like a waiter or something like that at a restaurant and you're relying on a cook to make something good and sit it down you're like the middleman in between that interaction and you're the one that gets the brunt of it if the food's no good I didn't have to worry about stuff like that you know when you think about that that really is kind of you're just a middleman. You're really unnecessary in the entire process. Go get it yourself. <laughs> like, they could put it in the window. I could go get it myself and yeah. save, I guess, a tip. Bucks, but, right? you know, yeah, yeah. on the other hand, I like to interact with the wait staff. Yeah. 
tell dad jokes and then demean them when they get something wrong. <laughs> tell them how worthless they are. Right, right. Yeah. And if they just laughed at my joke to begin with. I know. <laughs> no, I, I had some friends in college that uh, were waitstaff at Olive Garden. And every night they'd come home and they just seemed like they had the worst day of their life. Like every single time they came home, there was something to complain about. You, so. do, you do tend to leave a waiter job feeling like someone beat the crap out of you for about a good solid three, four hours. Yep. And whether that just be the fact that you're walking and running quickly all over the same, like, I don't know, what, 30 yards of a building while carrying food and having people shout at you, it just, it does beat you down. And, and the worst would be when you would work a shift like that and then go home and you dream about work. <laughs> yep. And you dream about being slammed and getting triple set. And then you'd wake up and you'd feel like, I didn't get any rest. No, you just worked a shift for free. Yes, yes. Well, that's the other thing, too. Not only you got to rely on the cook, there's someone that's got to staff the place appropriately and have enough wait staff there to take care of the tables. I mean, I think a lot of restaurant owners are probably going to try and use less waiters because it costs them less money. And mm, you right guys are, it's, the, it's, it's a tough job. It doesn't pay a lot. And... There's just so many things that are out of your control, I think. It's why I was never brave enough to be a waiter. It, and actually, it doesn't pay a lot like now at 40, but it paid a lot when you're 20 and in college. Oh, like, yeah. It was about the best paying job you could possibly have yeah. outside of actual bartender. So I don't know how minimum wage works for waiters, but I think it's pretty low. It's real, like it's below minimum wage. Below right? minimum wage. So you rely on tips. And right. So, but when you get your tips at the end of the night on a Friday or Saturday and you count up and you got 120 bucks in cash, like you just got paid, you know, $25 an hour. Do you have to split some of those tips with other people or give any of it back to the house? Oh yeah. 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 You have to give it to, so like at Chili's and I'm pretty sure at Joe's Crab Shack and O'Charlie's, which we all worked at. uh, Don't don't want me in with that. I did not work well, not you. I was, I was looking at Dave. So you didn't see the camera <laughs> where I looked at, at Dave. It's dark out here. I can't really see. Right. The YouTube feed will pick that up later. I mean, the yeah. voices are familiar. That's what I'm going on. <laughs> and, like, the outlines of you look like Andy and Dave. So. Right. And since our voices are almost identical sometimes. Uh, no, you'd have to tip out the hostess 1%, the busser 1%, and the bartender 1%. Okay. And the food runner. And if there is a food runner... Why would runner, the bartender get... Uh, because he's technically making your drinks for you to okay. make more money. I got you. Right. Because he isn't just tending bar. He's also making drinks yeah. for the uh-huh. tables, too. Okay. Right. Which is, in theory, making you more money. Right. right. They also don't want to pay bartenders more money, and that's how they get around that. Right. So, yeah, I think you got, like, $3 an hour back then. Yeah, it was like... Minimum wage would have been, like, 5 or 6 maybe. I want to say... 370 is about what we made, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I think it made 475 as a carryout, is what I remember. And I got tipped like 50 cents occasionally, bringing bags out to the, the car. So, Ooh. I, yeah, it was nice. You got your change. I mean, technically, that does add up if you're making minimum wage. You but... can go buy a pack of baseball cards, which yeah. back then I was big into. <laughs> yeah. and that's, that's what I would do. So, is the carryout essentially like, you know, you go to the Target curbside pickup now? Like, you're the person that runs the groceries out for a call-ahead order. Or the people who are in there, they get all their stuff together, and then they're like, 
I don't feel like pushing the cart out. Can you help me load this up? Uh, it's kind of, so there were more than just carrying the groceries out the car. So people would, my, my job would be to like face shelves, you know, like you go walk down an aisle and you see all the cans are like pulled to the yep. front. So I would go and face shelves and pull out everything. So it looked really nice. I'd stock things that were empty. So I had like that was always going on. And then I get a call on the PA to go bag groceries and carry them out to a car. And that was the best part of the job because I'd get to like talk to people and say hi. And I knew a lot of the people because it was a small town, so it was nice. I liked it. It was one of the best jobs I've ever had. Yeah, when wow. I worked at Schnooks, that's what we had to do too. We had to go by and make sure every, all the little cans are facing the right way are all pulled forward. That was John H's work. <laughs> we always made him do that. I thought getting the carts in the rain. Was that was also John H's yeah, work. Anything I never wanted to do was John <laughs> H's work. <laughs> Was that also a part of your job description, getting carts? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it was there was like four parking spaces in this place. So ah, okay. Gathering carts and stuff like that was, I'll just bring it back after I take it out. You know, <laughs> four parking spots. So you went, you came from a really small town. Yeah, it was small. So what small town was this? Uh, it's called Forest, Ohio. Wow. And it was the Cardinal Supermarket. Huh. Wow. Well, Hmm. Our audience is Googling this like crazy. Yeah, right I mean, now, it isn't there chicken. anymore. So now in Forest, there's a Dollar General. Uh, that's what oh, I have. thought you meant Forest wasn't there anymore. I'm like, oh, it's like Valmire just got <laughs> wiped off the face of the planet. Well, you could. Forest uh, is probably like a lot of small towns where there's been a decline in population. So. Is it mandatory for all small towns to have a Dollar General? Yeah. It seems like it is. I think so. They go and scout out like a fi- an empty field and yeah. they're like, hey, field. I'm going to build on you. <laughs> and you're going to like it. Yeah. And it's always on the edge of town. Yep. Like, it's never in town. Yeah, yeah. That's how this one in Forest is, too. It's on the edge of town. And they are weirdly busy, like, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like Dollar General likes to creep on the town. We don't want to be in the town. We want to be the little creep that kind of hangs on the outside. <laughs> They're not allowed in the city limits properly. Right. Yeah. Well, they're trying to appeal to the urban crowd and the rural crowd at the same time by straddling that yeah, fine so if, line. Yeah, yeah, you, you don't go. want the farmers having to drive into your 2,000-person town. Exactly. Right. I mean, they might have to run through a stoplight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you had a stoplight. Hashtag blessed. Yeah. It, blink, it was a blinking light. It wasn't mm. a full you know, green-red. Actually, I take that back. It used to be, but now it's just a flashing light. A sign of the times. <laughs> They downgraded. Wow. Yeah. The traffic has diminished <laughs> you, so much. You don't ever see it downgrading typically. So no. That is kind of impressive. Guys, we're spending too much energy on yellow and green. We're just going to have a red one now. Now I go back home. It's uh, My parents like live outside of Forest. And every time I go back, I drive through and just look at the town. And it's it's pretty crazy to see the change of what I remember it being like, which, again, it may be through, like, rose-colored glasses or something, but it just doesn't look the same. It looks kind of like it isn't being upkept and things like that. See, I was, I really, as a guy who grew up in New Athens, like, I always hated living in a small town growing up. It just sucked. But now, like, I wouldn't not live in Mascuda for anything. Like, I love living there. Agreed, but difference is, is we weren't even technically in in the town. town. We were... I, again, which is fine living in the country, but just very isolated out there. 
and and our parents didn't really hang out with other people who had kids. Oh well, yeah. So that uh, that's that kind was of a, a bummer. Bit of a downer. Yeah. You know, I remember, so we lived on a farm, too, out in the middle of nowhere, away from Forest, the big, you know, actually the tagline for Forest was biggest little city in the USA. I thought that was like yeah. Reno, Nevada. Yeah, right, Reno. right, and that's what everyone would say. Uh, and then and, there was a lawsuit. Well, I don't know that Reno knew about it. You know, it wasn't like Forrest was going to Reno and saying, hey, buddy, there's a new kid in town. Yeah, that wasn't happening. But, uh, so, and I think a little city, if I remember right, had to have five less than five thousand people or for some reason i want to say that five thousand people was like the, the cutoff for little city or something like yeah. that so if you had four thousand nine hundred and ninety nine whatever it was the biggest little city or something like that wow i don't even think new athens had that new no. i think they were pushing two thousand i would say twenty five hundred yeah well that's that's a real did you guys have a stoplight no no, well, Stop no, I take that coming back. Coming into town. Coming yeah. into town, yeah. there was one stoplight. But it wasn't, again, it was like sitting next to the Dollar General. It was but on it the like disappeared of town. when you were going out of town? Uh, <laughs> so New Athens is <laughs> it's, weird. It's a it, very weird town, man. It yeah. I've been through it. Right? It got built adjacent to the highway, okay. not around the highway, adjacent. And so you could just blow right past it and never know what was there. So that's 13? Yeah. yeah, it's on 13. Yeah, east of kind of Belleville area. You'll right. pass the uh, sewage treatment plant and be like, oh, there's uh, there's New Athens. wonder if I, the whole town smells like that. I know. It does. Spoiler alert, <laughs> it does. <laughs> now, I think I've been by there a few times. It seems... Um, Why? I, well, I go ride motorcycle, and sometimes I'll just go okay. random places. But I want to say that I thought I saw some nice houses in New Athens. Is that the... You may be thinking of Freeburg. I'm thinking of Freeburg, you're right. Yeah, Freeburg is a thriving community. Okay, that's what I was yeah. thinking of. Not too far away, though, from New Athens? No, no, no yeah. not at all. Okay. Like, People start making a little bit of money when they live in New Athens and then move to Freeburg. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it, it really has a gas station uh-huh. and a couple bars, and that's it. Like, they have it, two now because they also, another small town, like... Stable. Oh, there's a Casey's. There's a Casey's there. Uh, look at that. Yeah, around here, man, Casey's are like bats, man. They're everywhere. Dude, flipping king, man. Although, I will say, they have... Great pizza. They do. They have they good have pizza. pizza. They and their sandwiches aren't bad either. But you know what? You, you know who has better pizza? <laughs> who, Dave? Mascuta Bowling Alley. They, in fact, do. They uh, have really good pizza. What's your personal favorite, Dave? I'm gonna go with the, uh, the three meat treat. That's mostly made up. Okay. But it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> the meaty. I'll go with the buffalo chicken. There you go. Way Ooh. to pull a type of pizza out. Well, you know, you as the co-host kept promising bringing it in for us. You know, I thought about it a couple times and uh, never delivered. Never. Well, well you, you that, thought about it though. I, I did think about it, but then I realized that I would be in a deficit on this podcast if I brought pizza all the time for people. Hey, man, that's how you get ahead, man. Sometimes you got to go in the hole. You got to invest. It's true. Before it's you can come out in the on future. And Ryan, what's your favorite pizza at uh, Mascuta Bowling Alley? Whatever you guys just said. Yeah. Those, yeah. yeah. They're the best. He likes the Lenten pizza, the one that's covered in tartar sauce and fish sticks. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> that, that doesn't sound too appealing, and I'm going to assume that's not really a pizza. <laughs> I kind of wish it was, like, although hot tartar sauce. Although hot ranch doesn't seem like it would be good either, but... They put, do you heat up your ranch? No, that, like when you make a buffalo chicken salad, ah, salad, okay. well, pizza. That's, but that's not heated up. That's like after the pizza comes out, then you put the ranch on. No, that's the base of it. 
thought the base would have been the buffalo sauce. No, that's the stuff that's spread on the top. Well, now I'm just confused. Well, wow. Well, next week, you know what? I won't bring one, and we'll still be talking about this. <laughs> you can think about it, though, on the way over. Right. <laughs> so you're, you like the big meaty? Is that what it's called? The big meaty is actually pretty good, but uh, they have all kinds of different kinds of well, pizzas. See, so, so, Andy, I wanna, I've listened to a lot of the, the podcasts, and I've been this close to go and get in a pizza there. This close. I mean, I'm getting closer. Now that I'm, I'm here, glad that you're thinking about it. I am thinking about it, just like you're thinking about bringing it to here. There's a lot of thinking going on right now. <laughs> this is a thinking man's <laughs> podcast. But I would, I would get the big meaty. If I like saw the choices in front of me, I know it would click with me. I'd be like, oh, the big meaty. That's the handy pizza. I'm gonna get that. One. So I will say, he's had it at his house before, and I've had the buffalo chicken, and it is flipping delicious. It's delicious. It is flipping delicious. So I would assume that would translate then to all yeah. their other pizzas. Yeah, I, would I actually enjoy their cheese. And like, uh, like when you get it fresh, like they pile the cheese on. Like you get a good, nice, thick layer of cheese. But then you just cheese pizza, or you like the cheese they use? The cheese they use. Okay. Um, but what sucks is it's not a good next day pizza. Mm. Like the next, you know, I love cold pizza, and I love the next day stuff pizza. But theirs just does not translate because if you put it in the microwave, it's. Imagine a wet napkin with cheese on it. <laughs> uh, this is a terrible sponsor talk right now. Oh, here. yeah, I was... Uh, <laughs> you can edit this out later. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> kind of like the Billy Goat talk. Which isn't going to make sense to anyone because I edited that out of the last podcast. Uh, I was talking about, but you're going to yeah. have to edit that out now, too. Uh, totally edit out all Billy Goat talk. <laughs> you're probably going to have to edit out the do thing, too, because that was like... I brought up something... Since it was about. a pre... Yeah, it's all good green room type discussion you know uh, yeah speaking of i hope you enjoyed the green room yeah thank you for the hospitality in the green room very nice uh you know a great spread <laughs> uh, well, we pride ourselves couldn't on. feel more uh at ease and comfortable yep. in the, the green room i'm glad you guys invested in that it's very I, you know our producers we got to get you ready for the show it's it's a big thing man and I also appreciate that my publicist also had a space to sit in there too. Yeah, because uh, my my you guys called my publicist and see if yeah I was available to do the show. And, uh, and on short notice, because I think Dave called you yesterday. You know, it's yeah. but hey, we used to be neighbors, and that's that's what we do. You know, I you know yeah. I had something with Kanye tonight, but I just dropped it. And said, <laughs> that's probably a smart move on your part. Well, actually. I was looking Big for an excuse move. to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you really want to hang out with Kanye. <laughs> It goes a weird, dark place. He is, man. I, I'm not a, not a fan. Have you guys watched that show of his on Netflix? If Kanye was doing his show in my backyard, I wouldn't watch it. Well, no. no I mean, neither. I, I haven't either. But it's like some documentary that they filmed of him, like, up and coming. And it's on Netflix, and it's in various episodes. It, does he have huh. anything to do with it, or is it someone else? Someone else. Okay, oh, then so it then it might actually be yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. If he had something to do with it, I would not no, want yeah, to. No, hard pass. he was actually really good back in the day before he, well, when his mom died is when it all kind of went downhill. Mm-hmm. I made him lose a few I did not IQ know points. Yeah. there was a correlation between his craziness and that. That's awful. Yeah. So the, the time that I realized Kanye seemed weird to me was I watched he was on SNL one time and I think he did his one of the entire songs laying on the stage and like with maybe glow lights on or something that was, he just he just laid there that was just an homage to Elton John when he did the same thing 
Really? Yep. Absolutely. Uh, one of the 1980 episodes with uh, Bill Murray, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then. I, I just made that I'm up, yeah, just, just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. I mean, I don't know how John plays the piano laying down, but I, I was imagining he just had, like, one of those little baby pianos. <laughs> my, my favorite Kanye moment of all time, though is when they were doing the uh, disaster relief. Oh, my God. <laughs> Katrina. And him and Mike Myers are up on stage. And they're, George Mike Myers Bush is giving his speech. Yes. yes. And Mike Myers is like, oh. I don't know what to say. Well, I watched that live, too. Like, yeah. that was not something I saw on, like, YouTube later. George Bush hates black <laughs> I think... Mike Myers had kind of looked at him, but he tried to push ahead like it didn't happen. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. It was so awkward. Oh, I think my favorite Kanye West moment, though, is on South Park when he kept saying he liked fish sticks. Ah, yep. yep. <laughs> that is pretty good. I like fish sticks. <laughs> so uh, that was not voiced by him, right? <laughs> What's that? Uh, the South Park one? No, I don't think that was actually voiced by Kanye. Yeah, he doesn't really have a sense of humor, right? No, so, I don't think so. I don't think so. Pretty sure not. Yeah. Huh. Although maybe it's just a next-level trolling thing he's doing right now, right? <laughs> no, I think he's really mentally unstable. Okay. okay. Yeah, but now... So, Kim Kardashian's with Pete Davidson now, right? Yes. Look, I know one pop culture thing about people now. Yeah. I mean, for one, I don't know what happened, but at some point in time, I clicked on an article about Pete Davidson. I think it's because he said something about Elon Musk when he was on SNL. And then all the time now, Pete Davidson stories come up on Google News for me. Uh, it's really annoying. But I click on them now, and then they just make more. But you keep clicking. I, keep, I can't stop. What's Pete up to now? <laughs> it's a self-fulfilling prophecy there, Ryan. Sorry, uh, Google knows me better than I do. really do. Uh, you know what? You want to know more about Pete Davidson. Oh, I guess I do. I think I know that him and Colin Yost bought a, a ship or something in New York. like An a, old wooden, wooden ship. ship. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't I, Colin Yost hooking up with... Uh, he's married oh, to Scarlett Johansson. He's married to Scarlett Johansson for some reason. He locked that down. Well done. Well done. Yeah, you don't let that escape. No. Because I'm sure he's a good-looking dude and very funny, but... Way out kicked his punt coverage on that. Yeah. yeah. So, sorry, back to uh, the boat they bought together. Oh, yeah. Oh, I had nothing else to go with that, but I can make something up. I think you shouldn't it was like, lead with I take it back. make this up. <laughs> no, 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 I take it back. I won't make this up. I'm going to say that I, I don't know what to believe. Now. I think it's the Staten Island Ferry, maybe, that they bought together because it was being decommissioned or removed, and those two bought the boat. That sounds made up. Okay. Well, you guys did the Elton John thing, so it's only. Oh yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna raise on that one. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, are we allowed to Google it right now to see if we're right, or is that off? By all means, Uh, you know what? Sometimes I'm really not that interested in doing that. I was. I mean, there's really no way for us to find this out. So yeah. And then tomorrow, your news feed's gonna be filled with old wooden ship news. So. (laughs) And Colin Jost. And Colin Colin Jost. Jost. Yep. You're yep. really big in a SNL alum. Yeah. Uh, Jack's kind of gotten into SNL, so I watch it more than I used to. So, I don't know. It's, I remember liking it a lot back in the day, and then I hadn't watched it for a long time, and 
I don't know. It seems uh, it seems okay. I like weekend updates. So my favorite sketch. Yeah, with. that's kind of where it's at right there. Yeah. Uh, who's the guy he does it with? Uh, Michael Shea. Shea. Michael Shea. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I still think that's just their best skit that they can do. Yeah, and it's like uh, I remember Daily Show with John Stewart. I'd watch that all the time. I, I love, love that. John like Stewart. we stayed up to watch it. It yeah. was appointment television with John Stewart. Yep, and it, it's like like Weekend Update, but every freaking night it was awesome. Yeah, I loved it. Trevor Noah isn't bad. No, he's good. I like. He's but he's right. not John Stewart. He's not though. John Stewart, but he's not bad. Have you guys watched John Stewart's new show? Mm-mm. The we problem with episode, John Stewart. but couldn't get into it. I heard it's basically like Daily Show, but not funny. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. that's a bummer. That's how yeah. I would describe it. Oh. Yeah. So. It's him in front of a desk telling bad jokes. I haven't and seen it. So it's I more of the interview stuff. Like oh. it's kind of round table-ish. So like, like Bill Maher. Bill Maher. Yeah, yeah. Huh. And it's on Apple TV. You probably have it, so you can uh, watch some uh, Ted Lasso, right? Yeah. So yeah, I pay. <coughs> I pay. Finish like, Ted Lasso. I didn't finish it though. How do you not finish that show? I try not to watch it all at one time to savor it. I really, I, I like the first season. I'm, I don't remember where I stopped, but I just kind of lost it just real quick all of a sudden. Wow! So. Wow! Wow! And wow! Coach yeah. Beard's Big Night Out was like one of my favorite episodes of television of all time. Yeah. Coach, Coach Beard's Big Night Out. What happened on that episode? Uh, well, you just need to watch it. I might have. Alerts. The whole episode is just John. It's it, John Beard. That's from Arrested Development. Uh, Coach Beard. Yeah. Um. And he goes out on the town one night and has an adventure. Oh, I don't think I saw that. John Beard, was he the newscaster? Yes, he was the newscaster. I like that character. Like, he's the, he's a good straight man to Ted Lasso's kind of eccentric yeah. personality. Yeah. And his big night out actually breaks him as the straight man. Oh, it does? Yeah. I'll say, yeah, I'm not like that. I'll, maybe I'll, I'll go back to it. That Cobra Kai is another one that I, I really liked the first two seasons. But then I realized I think it's geared towards teenagers and I felt bad for watching it, so I stopped. Wow. <laughs> I kind of felt like, you know, after you watch uh, it, like, wait a second, this wasn't meant for me. I'm, you know. I don't think there's a sing- single teenager cast in the movie, though, either. So. Yeah, you might be. Well, aren't some of the chicks, maybe? I don't think so. I mean, like, the, young, the real young the kids. Wait, what are we talking about? Are we talking Cobra about Cobra Kai? Oh, that's a TV show. Right. Oh. Well, yeah, so he's saying... He's saying he doesn't think the people that are cast in the show are actually. Yeah, they're all like 23 and 25. Oh, oh yeah, but yeah. they're like in high school, though, and having high school problems. Yeah. I, I love Cobra Kai, but I've still never watched season three. Either have I. Well, no. I haven't watched season three, though. Season three, is that the newest? No, no, no. Season four is the newest. Oh, maybe Okay, that so is... whatever's the newest yeah, one. Yeah, I have not watched season four. We're all, wait, <coughs> we all like Cobra Kai, we, yeah. and none yeah. of us have watched season four yet? No. Yeah, I don't. That's crazy. And season five is apparently coming out soon. You're the one who turned me on to it, actually. Yeah, well, I, I really like it, yeah. and, but like I said, I, I felt bad. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'll watch it, and just I won't tell anybody about it. <laughs> so, uh, uh-huh. I, I, the Billy Zabka character is just one of my favorite characters on television. He's great. I agree. Because he just doesn't have time for nonsense or things. Quiet! Specifically in season one. Yes. Like his curmudgeonly oh god yeah. that, that was the best part is that he was just a curmudgeon yeah but if he just won that karate championship everything would have been everything different everything would have been different and it was an illegal kick too the crow kick was right? illegal huh yep yeah. yep crow kick 
no kicks to the face. That's what it's called, right? Crane kick. Crane kick. Crane, crane, kick. crane, crane kick. Right. Yeah, yeah, that makes crane. What am I thinking? Completely <laughs> wrong. Word. Well, you were big into uh, Brandon Lee in 1993, and that's why. You know, when you say Crow, that's probably the first thing that pops in my mind, too. Me, too. And then the soundtrack for the Crow. Well, that I okay, love. that soundtrack is actually <laughs> phenomenal. It is so good. From front to back. It has uh, Big Empty by Stone Temple Pilots on it. That yep. song is so good. It has a Pantera song on it I love. The oh, Badge. And yeah, the Badge, yes. The Badge. <laughs> Uh, there's a Violent Femmes Violent song Femmes, on there yeah. that you can't... I don't think you can get that one anywhere else. There's a Rage Against Machine song on there. The Nine Inch Nails song, Dead Souls, is great. There's a Cure song on there you can't find anywhere else. I celebrate that album. Yeah, that's... Wow, nice. Yeah. When I think The Crow, I really only think of that one line, though. Caw, bang, fuck them dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let yeah. me do an impression an impression for you. Caw, <laughs> caw. Yeah. yeah, I've never seen the movie. Really? Really. Huh. Wow, but you went straight to the soundtrack, huh? Uh, I think it's probably because, what year did that, that come out, like early 90s sometime? Yeah, 93, yeah. 94. So it had an STP song on it, that's probably why I bought it. I was huge into Pantera back then too, so it was probably like, oh man, it's going to be great. And I love the badge. I'm oh, the huge, badge is great. It is. I love Pantera, and I almost went to the show that Dimebag was shot at when he's with Damage Plan. I had tickets offered to me, and I said, ah, I don't want to go because I had to go to work the next day or something like I'm that. I'm sorry, he died by getting shot on yeah, stage? Yeah, I was yeah. in Columbus, Ohio. I was working really? in Columbus at the time, yeah. A super yeah. fan came up and shot him. Huh. Then, I, I assumed it was an OD. No. Huh. Oh, that would probably happen later. Yeah, I mean, eventually. Head, I actually, I would imagine liver shut down. That's true. Yeah. Kind of like Lemmy from Motorhead, which is like an OD but slow. Yes, right. <laughs> OD over time. Yeah, <laughs> I did not know that. Huh. And oh, then man. his uh, brother Vinnie Paul, I think he died of some kind of cardiac event, but he died not too long ago. They had such healthy lifestyles; it was kind of a big surprise. It is. I mean, cocaine and alcohol. I mean, what could go wrong with that? Yeah, and lots of pot. Breaking Who smoked more pot, Pantera, Cypress Hill? Mm, good question. I got it. Mm. I think Cypress Hill. I'm going to say Cypress Hill too. Yeah. They they've never written a song that didn't talk about pot. I mean, they did. I'm exaggerating. I don't really know many of their songs. Really? Beyond <laughs> insane. Hits, in the hit from the bo- hits from the bong. Oh yeah. I yeah, love okay. you, Mary Jane. All right. You're thinking of Last Dance with Mary. Dude, I no. I, I'm getting oddly confused between Cypress Hill and Insane Clown Posse, though, for some reason. Why is that? <laughs> is there <laughs> a reason? Probably because it's not the first time we talked about Insane Clown Posse. I know you guys talked about it. You talked about Fago and stuff or something. But for some reason, I was starting to mix the two together. And I'm like, wait a second. I'm picturing the Well, one man. had talent and the other one didn't. <laughs> and I'm not sure which one that is. Oh, it was not Insane Clown Posse. Ryan Although great jungle friends would disagree with you. <laughs> oh, man, you know what? I'm not sure that I can be on this anymore. If I... Dude, I got a case of Fago out on my bike right now. <laughs> Tell you what, let's take a break. We'll let cooler heads prevail, and uh, we'll come back and explain why Ryan thinks Insane Clown Posse is a top five band of all time. Deal. We're back. That uh, that was quite the break, 
Ryan, you uh, you thoroughly broke down ICP, which albums were good, which ones were worth your time and in investing in, and uh, you know why sometimes it's okay to pick face paint. Yeah, thanks for providing the whiteboard so I could write this all down and diagram, you know, the history of the band, where they got their influences from, and the bands that, you know, they influenced too. So that was really and I, useful. I feel like when you did that, when you had the cork board and you took the pieces of yarn that connected not only past influences to their, like, present albums, I th thought that really brought it together. Yeah, you know, you could ask, like, why didn't you do that on the whiteboard? Because you could just draw it with a marker. It's better with yarn, But it's way better with yarn. I mean, you watch any movie, yeah. it's always with yarn. Right. And that's because it's and You could better. also create maybe a, an Excel spreadsheet or something, maybe. And, and see, as you pointed out, so many people think that the beginning of the end for them was when they appeared on the WWE. Mm. But you pointed out correctly that that was when their careers actually took off please yeah. elaborate at this point. uh you know i think that it goes without saying that that's true so it's <laughs> a hot take bud i mean i i mean anyone that is anyone it's like two plus two plus <laughs> i think when they put out the song magnets and how they thought magnets were magical is when they ended their career <laughs> uh, this one are kind of magical i guess I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot off of this one. <laughs> you don't want to keep talking about ICP. So, Can we put the whiteboard away now? Yeah, uh, yeah. Go ahead and okay. you know we'll park that one. He talked about missing the <laughs> missing the concert where where you he need died. to oil the wheels on this whiteboard, Nate. <laughs> uh, Is that the sound effect of that? One? <laughs> it did actually, in retrospect, sound like when the AV club wheeled in the cart that had the VCR and the TV and the on giant it. TV. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. with the the screensaver of the ball moving. Oh yeah. 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 Well, you were gonna you were saying something. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I you know whatever. I was gonna ask you. Uh, so what is the uh, what is your favorite concert you've been to? Oh boy, great question. Um, I went to a Deftones concert with my wife for my birthday, and she was scared to death to go. And that I have a picture of us. Like, she has a scared look on her face, because that was the whole, like, thing going on before we saw the show. She was scared to see that tones, because they're kind of heavy. Uh, like, I was listening to Rocket Skates all the time, and that song was just, like, insane. But uh, then the show was great. I, I, I just got into Deftones with uh, Diamond Eyes. So it's way after, like, Around, around the, the Fur. fur. Like, and, I did, yeah, they were not adrenaline. even a thing for me. Yeah, like, all that stuff. I skipped, and then for some reason I heard Diamond Eyes somehow and i heard that song I'm like this is one of the best rock songs i have heard and then that just started me getting really into deftones and then they were like in town like i gotta see these guys but uh man i that show was great um i've seen tool multiple times they're my they're my favorite band um their shows are always kind of like i don't know like i don't want to say a letdown I think it's more my anticipation. Like, I just, I love their music so much. I'm just expecting, like, you know, like, this gate to open to the, the seventh kingdom of hell or something. You know, that <laughs> happened while they're playing, and it's just these guys up there playing, and do, they're doing their thing, and they're really good at it. So, I saw George Strait, loved him. I got to shake his hand before a show. That is a hell of a delta segue. Right yeah. It's like... Ready to segue into George yeah. Strait. Uh, I, I love George Strait. I mean, like he's, he's the king. I'm all over the map, too, so I completely yeah. get it. Uh, one of my suggestions today for songs to listen to was Lee Hazelwood. 
who was like an old country guy from the 60s and 70s. And so, Anne Margaret. And Anne Margaret. I listened yes. to an Anne Margaret song. Slowly. Today. It's a good song. Which, did you know? I, I, do you know who Anne Margaret no, is? I don't know. So she I was would like just a blind person for some reason. <laughs> no, that's, no, that's Helen Keller, Heidi. bro. Oh, Helen Keller. That's, <laughs> she's like this uh, bombshell from the 60s. Yeah, 60s, 70s, yeah. yeah smoking hot. But, uh, yeah, I, she was more known for being an actress. And she had uh, an album or three. Yeah, apparently she had a music career. And Andy suggested I listen to her today. Hmm. And, and, and did you like it? I did not listen to her today. So you don't follow any of my suggestions? No, I listened to Lee Hazelwood. Yeah, was, did you like it? Was it was strong to quite strong. Yeah. It was all right. It was all right. But, you know, I think I got distracted about Ann Margaret. I think I had a thing. Ah, uh, fair enough. There's something so, pop up. So I saw the Deftones, too, but it was at a point fest. Mm-hmm. And uh, her notion of, like, a little scared, I get it. That was, like, the worst mosh pit I've ever been in my life. Mm-hmm. That's one where I tapped out. Oh, that was really? one where I go, nope, too much for me. Because it was also on asphalt, because they were on a side stage. And you know what? If I'm going to fall down in a mosh pit, I just don't want it to be on, on asphalt. asphalt yeah, right. And one of their guitars was not plugged in or something, because it was a, their sound was all off. Really? It was really... And this is like... This would have been an Adrenaline Days. So their oh, first this is album. Back in the day. Yeah, this is way, way back in the day. And it just... Uh, it was a big letdown. But where did you go see Deftones? Uh, pageant. And I love the pageant. Uh, oh, pageant is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So unless you were down there in the pit yeah. or whatever, which I assume you were probably not. Not in the pit? No. Uh, our seats were upper level. Okay. We weren't on the floor. So there wasn't really much we to saw be saw Bass Nectar there, though, on the floor. That was a concert Amanda wanted to go to, and that was the weirdest freaking show I've ever Bass seen. Bass Nectar. Bass Nectar. It's one of those... Uh, uh, high beats on like like all this bass EDM. stuff. Sure, I don't know. It was really weird. There's like no coherent song. It's just a guy up there in a DJ booth. Yeah, and he had a, I think he had a costume. You're on. thinking of Dead Mouse, right? I'm, I'm. It's not Dead Mouse, but I am thinking Skrillex. of Dead Mouse. You're right. Wow, I, I think a corn when I do that. But, uh, <laughs> uh, it was. It's like Dead Mouse, except. It was bass nectar or bass nectar or something like that. But there was like I was going to ask you about that. I, I think you're mispronouncing bass. Maybe <laughs> I could be, but there was a lot of bass. There were no fish, so you're up. You're right. It was probably bass bass nectar, not bass nectar. I mean, fish is a whole different genre. Yeah, I was talking about the kind that live in the ocean, not the band. But, yeah. Um, I, I don't think I could name you one fish song. Which one? I couldn't. No, name <laughs> oh, you couldn't. I thought you said I could name one. Unless that's song. one of the names of their songs. I right, right. Name a fish song. That would be a really funny name this for a song for a band. Fish terrible rat. Abbott and Costello routine. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is Heavy Things. That was the one that got played on the radio. Uh, heavy Things is a solid, solid fish song. song. Yep. Yeah. I didn't know those fish. Mm-hmm. Huh. Maybe we should play that on the intro on the way back in. I bet they're very litigious. I would probably not be surprised by that. Yeah. And they might be one of our 30 listeners. Probably not. Yeah. Although, I bet if you got really high and listened to this. Listen to us? Yeah. Would we be funnier? I think funnier. Hey guys, if you're listening, get really high and listen to this. <laughs> and let us know how to, how yeah. to go for you. <laughs> 
Listen to it once, not high, then get really stoned, and then listen to it. Yeah, I don't have any other advice. I, I was hoping you were going to go somewhere else with that. Maybe we got a new sponsor. It was the uh, dispensary the here. Dispensary. Right? Yeah. I, I was actually hoping we were going to start uh, seeing some monetary gain out of this. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Damn it. So you're a metal guy then, huh? Metal and country are my two favorite genres. All right. So I'm, uh, I know right now I'm, uh, Papa Roach just released a new album and I'm still really, a thing, huh? They you know, are, I, they amaze me because they're they've been still around alive. For, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're still alive. Cause I look at some of my favorite bands that came up during that time. Scott Weiland's dead. Yep. Lane Staley's dead. I mean, the list, uh, Chris Cornell's dead. Kurt Cobain's the dead. Papa Roach song. I cut my life into pieces. <laughs> this is my there last resort. They're playing at Boy Fest soon. They and are. I do, I, do they open and close with that song? Probably. probably. So they play two songs. <laughs> uh, good night. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was the best set they've ever done. They, they have a lot of really, I mean, they've got a lot of radio play over the course of like you know, 20, 25 years. So they have tons. Oh my God, 25 years? Well, they came out early 90s? Yeah. Actually, yeah. You're well, right. That's 25 years worth of America, Ryan. You just made us feel old. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Last Resort, guys, that was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. But I, there's, they still, uh, they've kind of veered into, I think they're really good at copying trends, which is the thing I kind of don't like about them. I think they hear, like, there's an Imagine Dragons song in it. There's, like, other obvious, I'm or a Nine Inch Nails song in it. I'm going to take other bands that have been successful and are kind of hot there's a chemical romance sounding song in it too huh. and they like do it good like they they sound just like them but with a little bit of a Papa Roach spin on it and but it's okay to evolve yeah I don't know if it's originality so much with them or if it's being derivative of other works but whatever they do so it works for me I agree with your point that if they're just trying to derive from other popular bands and feed off of that. I get that. But, I mean, bands are allowed to evolve. I mean, sure. Pearl Jam did it poorly. <laughs> but, I mean, other bands have done it well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think uh, one of the reasons, like, I was a huge Stone Temple Pilots fan, and one of the reasons I liked them, I thought they got bashed a lot back in the day because they were Pearl Jam clones. Oh, yeah, that was that. that was the yeah. hit on them. Right. But, yeah. but that was core. And then there was Purple, and that was, like, kind of getting away from that. And there was Tiny Music, which is, like... Vastly like, different. Yeah. Vastly different. And then they kind of go back to more kind of grunge-sounding stuff later on. With Four. And, yeah, Four, and then Shangri-La-Di-Da, they got... Mm-hmm. They... Scott Weiland is one of the best lead men in a band. He's got great voice, great range. He can be different people. Yep. And he's really good at different things. Well, it was. So I really enjoy that. Like you say, like band grows but uh, you hear a band they play the same stuff they're just doing the same thing like with just a note changed or a slightly different rhythm and lyrics are basically the same type of recycled stuff they've been doing and i kind of lose interest after a while so then let me use a band of the same era the smashing pumpkins got terrible as they got old they did not evolve i never liked them favorite band of all time really yours yes favorite band of all time from gish until i'm gonna say machina great out not all great albums machina kind of sucks but after that like they just started making bad music really and they they were trying different sounds and none of it worked 
and they never just went back to their kind of like uh, shoegazer rock mm-hmm. that they got got them there. Yep. But I, I think part of that is ego driven. Oh yeah, like Isn't honestly, knock on Billy Corgan too. Yeah. Like he's yeah. a super egotistical yeah. person. Yeah, versus he's Scott Weiland, who might not be like that. Oh, he obviously. was. He was just show me the heroin, and I'm there. Yeah, and yeah. I think yeah. that's who he was. Uh, yeah, he was very ego driven and wanted to. Prove that he's the smartest guy in the room. And didn't yeah. need, you know, the rest of the band, James Eha or uh, Darcy, DRC? Yeah, Darcy and Jimmy Chamberlain. But they, so the, the, when they're touring, I just got a message last night that they're coming to All St. Louis. Guys? Darcy is no longer well, welcome Jimmy in the band. Jimmy Chamberlain's mm. dead, right? No, Jimmy, no, Jimmy Chamberlain's the drummer. The guy who died was actually their traveling keyboardist. Who Jimmy Chamberlain gave heroin to, I believe. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll get you. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know why people still... Well, I, I guess I don't know. But, I mean, it seems awfully deadly from my... Lots of people die from uh, from that, obviously. You know, we're making fun of the Papa Roach thing, but I got to say, tip of the cap, they've been around for 25 years. years. That's actually fucking impressive. And when Last Resort came out, I'm like, okay, one hit wonder. One hit wonder. And they're still and, putting it out. And they're still... Kind of not. I, I would not assume headlining Point Fest. I think they might be. Wow. I think they are the headliner. Wow. Wow. wow I, you know, wow. I'm starting to think that you guys haven't been keeping your finger on the pulse of modern day rock music. Okay, so it I'm more sucks of an, a bit. I'm yeah, more of an more alternative, alternative guy. guy. So I listen okay. to Alt Nation. Yeah. And what's new not with Octane. the kids, essentially, more than AJR Twenty One Pilots. Oh, yeah. So so Jackie. AJR, I know them because we have to play them all the time. They're so effing great. No, I love I, them. I'm, I, I like them. Yeah. Uh, love them. We're going to go see them, actually, uh, at the end of the month. Yeah. Really? And uh, just to prove how old we are and maybe how vanilla they are, we're taking our, all of our kids to go see well, that's them. Like a, it's, it's a, for me, it's like Imagine Dragons, too. That like That's a family band kind yeah. of thing. I took yeah. uh, me and Amanda and Jack went to go see Imagine Dragons when they were at yeah. Everport. Me, or too. Yeah. I was at but that concert. But they were good, though, right? They it were was, fantastic. It was, it was good. It was a really good show, and... They're not like, I I like their music and I think that they have a lot of talent for sure. It's just not completely my thing. But every once in a while they got they got some stuff I do like and I will listen to on my own. So AJR though I would never listen to that unless Jack was in the car with me and he really? said let's listen to this and then I'll listen to it and I'll enjoy it. But it's never something I'm going to go to. Sober and weak I'll listen it's to. It's so catchy. Come yep. hang out. Oh man, so okay. good. Well, maybe I'll yeah. give it another try, but probably not. And 21 Pilots, too. It's like every time, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, I don't know. if I only like it for this song. And then you hear another song, and you're like, wow, that's really good. Yeah. And then you keep hearing songs, and it's just better and better. Their their last album, Scaled and Icy, is in my Mount Rushmore favorite albums of all time. Really? Front to back. Oh, it's awesome. Man. All right, all right. I feel like you always have to keep listening to new, new music. Like, you do. You can't get stuck with, like only listening to you know the oldies and the classics and stuff it's fine to revisit it but you know i feel like you have to keep your finger on the pulse you do i'm actually going to go backwards on that too so like you can rediscover old music too that you know like i'm trying like the 70s country stuff and i like it it's not bad like you can always rediscover old music too Mm -hmm. that you didn't know existed but i like i like that i can bond with my kids over (coughs) that stuff versus like you know our parents would be like what is this stuff you're listening to right and they'd only listen to you know the oldies type of thing so i really like that i can connect stay in touch with it and enjoy it Mm -hmm. and connect with them 
so Jack is huge in the Weezer right now. And yeah, they've I, had a. I love Weezer. Talk about your long-term yeah. success bands. I mean, I'd say one of the top, one of my top ten bands. You yeah. know what, though, when you go back to concerts, one of the first ones that popped in my mind was a Weezer show that I saw in California. It was uh, San Bernardino. It was called Inland Invasion. And I was there to see Incubus, who I love Incubus. And uh, Weezer was there, but uh, Coma Rivers was wasted. I couldn't uh-huh. even understand <laughs> wow. anything. That, it was. <laughs> Is this blue album, green album time? This would have been... Probably green album. Pink or was 2001, 2002, somewhere yep, around there. Yep, green album. Man, he, it was such a bummer because, like, I like, I, I mean, everyone loves the Blue Album, right? You know? It's, yeah. I like the Green Album better. Really? Yeah, I really Green like Island the Green in the Album sun? better. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jack really likes that song. But it was a letdown because he just, he was incoherent and it was just, it was the worst performance I've ever seen by a band. Incubus actually put on a really good show, like live. Oh, I yeah. I saw they're, them they're awesome. yeah, at Riverport. Right? Um, no, they played with Jimmy World and, oh, yeah. um, Judah and the Lion. Don't know that. Wow, that's a hell of a combination. Um, have you heard of them? I, yeah, I like Judah and the Lion. And those three together. Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy World with them. That's a good. That's a good mix and match. Good combo. Yeah, and Jimmy World was actually the opener, so kind of crazy. Huh. But uh, but well, yeah, Incubus put on headliner? a good show. Yeah, they were the headliner. Yeah. They put on a hell of a show. Well, they got a, They're another band. I think that's kind of they've evolved a lot, and then they. They've kind of got to a point where I just I, their newer stuff I'm not into anymore. But Incubus or Jimmy Eat World? Inc- Incubus, um, but they like their first stuff. Like it's kind of heavier and but uh, there's an album Crow Left of the Murder and there's a song on there called Six Sad Little World and I think it's one of the greatest rock songs. Hmm. It's so good. The reason it's so great is it's pretty epic. It's really long. I love the lyric content of it and I really like the guitar work towards the end of the song it is incredible there's a lot of good musicianship in that that song really good i love that ryan's so damn passionate about music here this is good (laughs) this uh, is really good we've suddenly gotten very high-minded i i know and and (laughs) like i didn't mean for that to happen you and he bonded over the crow soundtrack yeah Yeah, i mean that was magic dude i'm gonna i'm gonna listen to the badge tomorrow it's gonna happen i I actually probably will too yeah (laughs) I mean, will you guys maybe listen at the same time? Kind of like a call each other. Yeah, kind of like a a Fievel American Tale thing where you guys are singing it at the same time somewhere out there. You know, both looking at the same moon. Yep. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I think the badge is perfect for that set piece too. Yep. A Pantera song fits that beautifully. (laughs) So, how did Amanda react? Afterwards, to the Deftones concert, uh, she had a good time. I think she had a good time. Um, I mean, I I still listen to Deftones in the car, and she kind of like tells me to turn it down. So I don't think I'll ever make a convert out of her. It's too loud. You're too old. Yeah, yeah. or a, a con- conversion, a convert, covert. Not covert. Uh, you know, it's covert. Convert. <laughs> Definitely covert. Covert. Convert. Convert. Yep, covert. Okay, we're gonna okay. stick with that. All right, good. Co- so, undercover. So where's <laughs> Where's Harper's musical taste? Uh, whatever Jack likes. I like that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome. I did get uh, Harper. There's a song by Tool called Numa, and for whatever reason, he really likes that song. So I'll play that song all the time when he's in the truck with me, just because I think it's funny to watch him like kind of <laughs> head bob to it. Like I know this song. Yeah. And it's like a 12 minute song, so we can never finish it. 
because we're never driving anywhere that long. <laughs> Natalie knows all the words to the AJR songs. Oh, and, yeah. Really? Uh, yes. Yeah. It's really impressive. And then uh, she likes coin, too. Oh, does she? Yeah. Good. So she was sitting there tonight um, doing some art at the table, and she just started singing that uh, Talk Too Much song. Mm. Yeah? It was great. It was great. It was a very proud dad moment right I, there. I felt very good about myself. I'm yep. not going to lie. It was awesome. When when Henry can relay or recite every lyric to 21 Pilots, yes. I'm like, I, I just love that. I love that my musical tastes are rubbing off on them. Yeah. It's but it's so not awesome. actually your musical taste. It's new music. Like, Well, yeah. It's, yeah. They're choosing the new stuff that's coming out. Yeah. You've, you've actually adapted to them probably because that's what happened with 21 Pilots with me for my kids. Whoa. I really didn't like Ride. I think Ride's kind of a dumb song. It faces dumb. Probably. But then, <laughs> boom, they started liking all these other songs. I'm like, oh. No, you're right. There's yeah. a bunch of other stuff on here that I like. So now I try to, like, you know, when, when you're on, like, Spotify or iTunes or whatever, they have, like, if you like this, you'll like something else. Yeah. And so I'm trying to get Henry to listen to other stuff that's similar to it. Like Dreamers. I love Dreamers. Dreamers is great. Dreamers is great. But do you get to a point... Like, so now I've, I've listened to or started so many stations of, you know, hey, start a station off of this song. That after, like, one or two songs, it just goes to the same couple of songs that yeah. they know I like. Yeah. And that gets kind of frustrating. Yes. It's it's like, in Spotify, it'll be, oh, I've hearted all of these yep. songs. Yep. Yep. I mean, it's great. I'm, I'm happy you're playing my stuff, but I wanted to hear some new stuff. Right. Yeah. I usually they have the release radar thing on there, so I click yes. on that. But it's amazing to me that they don't seem to get some new things. Like I think uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers released something not too long ago, and that was like went under the radar for me. It was actually really good. It is, yeah. I listened. I, I gave it one listen, and I liked it. But I have it. I gotta go. It's it's got a black album or a black cover on the album. Like I'm not a huge Red Hot Chili Peppers fan, but that's a really good album. Like California I've heard a couple Cation. songs off of it. <laughs> <laughs> Californication's great. Oh, that, that album is outstanding. But so good. It will always forever be. Andy and I, uh, we road trip decided to just randomly do a road trip one summer to uh, Colorado, and we stopped over in KC. I was eighteen. You were twenty-one. Yep. And uh, like I think Californication had just gotten released. Yep. It that was brand new. Yeah. Like, it might have even been that day. Yep. And this radio station in Kansas City was so proud of it. I kid you not, they played it for, like, I don't know, ten songs in a row. The same Californication song over and over again. And it was it just, By The Way. Yep. Yep. They played By The Way over yeah, and over again. That's uh, really interesting. I have a very similar story to that. Um, me and my friends, uh, A.T. and Travis, we were going out clubbing one night. Uh, and I made this burn CD, and I put all this like I don't know, rap burning music. CDs. Yeah, burn a CD. Burn so much, CD. but it had, uh, had by the way on it. Or uh, oh, that one song from uh, Californication. Now I can't remember what the name. Um, You're thinking of Bon Zephyr Jovi song. living on a prayer. That is not. Yes, that's that's exactly what I'm thinking <laughs> okay. of. Thank you. <laughs> nah. Uh, how long, how long will I slide? Whoa, whoa, slide. whoa, whoa. We're going to get dinged slide. on Spotify. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I mean, 
<laughs> Anthony Kiedis is going to be like, I was not there. Fish is going to tip them off. Disclaimer alert. No, what, what song is, what's the title of that song? It's uh, called Slide, I'm pretty sure, isn't it? No. No. Oh, that's Goo Goo Dolls. Yes. <laughs> oh, man, I like that song, too. Anyhow, I don't want to get, it was that song. And I made this, like, CD, this mix CD with all this rap stuff on it because that's what we'd like listen to in clubs but i had that song on there and we listened to that song on repeat uh from where we live to where this place we were going to it was an hour and we listened to it all the way there on repeat no other song and all the way back wow and then from that point on uh my buddy would call me and if i didn't answer he'd start singing that song <laughs> into the phone and leave me a voicemail and that became like this big like thing that we would do we would like every time we went somewhere we'd listen to that song and i, I can't believe i can't remember the name of the wow song <laughs> I, you know kids will never know the uh the greatness of burning a cd oh i, I was and gonna like, say that yeah how effing awesome it was that first play through and mm-hmm. how proud of it you were well because there was an art to it because you actually had to make it fit within 80 minutes so you couldn't just throw your top 100 favorite songs on this playlist and go you had to Oh, yeah. Cut it down and go, okay, well, this song's three minutes and 38 seconds. I only got, like, a few <laughs> seconds left on this. Right. Um, I loved a burnt CD. I think it was great. Like, some of my favorite albums are still just ones that I burnt that happen to flow into each other. Yeah. And then you can give them out as gifts to people. Too. Other, oh, side. Yeah. Other side. That's Other what the side. Other side. Uh, yeah. Other side. It's driving me up the wall. Yeah, we would make burn CDs all the time. We'd have parties at our house. And... Just to be fair, he cheated and looked it up on his phone. I just yeah. need that. I just need that. <laughs> no, it, it hit me. Well, after I moved our whiteboard out of the way, yeah. uh, it, it came to me. I, I moved it again, and it, it's right. <laughs> we would uh, we would make CDs for parties all the time. Like, and you had to plan ahead. Like, so we're gonna have people over. We're gonna have drinks, and we're gonna have girls over because you know you know you gotta get impressed the ladies. So we'd have like these CDs we'd make and we'd have an order planned out for them. And you know, you kind of start the music off with, yeah, you know, like some kind of like rock, light rock music, some alternative <laughs> stuff. But then by the time it there's was like one. midnight, man, <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was, yeah, right, there's one. It was like bump and grind music by midnight. Like it was all like just like bump and grind music. Well, I made the CD with that and then got in a car with two guys. And the only other song in there was Other Side. So they, that's why this song became like this big thing. So wait, so is your CD changer in the trunk or something at this point? Like, is it that far back? Uh, I don't think we had a CD changer. So I didn't drive there. And I don't remember having the CD changer or my friends having them either. But I do remember no, people yeah, having them there in was, the back. Like, that's it. That, there was always that one guy who had it in his trunk. Yeah. Yeah, the rich yeah. kid, right? Yeah, or the drug dealer. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 right. Also known as the rich kid sometimes. <laughs> well, this was a uh, wonderful <laughs> wonderful trip down uh, Burning CD Lane. Uh-huh. Why don't we take a quick break here, and uh, we will be right back. With more magic. Welcome back, kids. We are uh, we are knee deep in segment three at this point, and uh, man, we had a really great discussion going on. I wish we'd had it on for it, but you know what? Teaser for 
next time Ryan's on board. Except we didn't tease it. We didn't say what it was about. It was actually about what it's like to to uh, get old and compare ourselves to other our parents who are old. I, I know. So you don't call me out on it. You just tease it. You just go with it. You oh, just, my God bad. Bless America. So, so your your ploy is to say we talked about something really interesting, and we're going to bring it up, <laughs> and we're not going to tell you what it is. In but the trust future. me. You know what, Ryan? I. Uh, Segment's gonna end right now. Thank you for listening. <laughs> You're off. Well, that was the shortest one, 44 seconds. <laughs> Goodbye. So typically in segment three is where we do questions, right, Ryan? So we've been doing this whole thing where top 100 questions to ask your best friend solidify your friendship, right? Mm. Maybe you, well, you know because you've been listening. Mm-hmm. Why? Why was that? In, in like, well, uh, one of the podcasts I think I remember something about a giraffe. Oh, that was that was early on. Those oh, were the early yeah, days. Early days. Uh, well, okay, so when you said questions, for some reason, <laughs> draft days. popped in my mind. So, so we've been doing this thing off of women's health with uh, the top 100 questions to ask your best friend. However, uh, it was saved on my phone, and uh, my phone started doing this thing where after about 10 minutes it would die. So I finally had to break down and get a new phone. And uh, my saved links are gone. So, uh, you know what? I have no questions for tonight. Mm. Well, you asked me what my favorite concert was, and then that led into like a half-hour discussion at least. It did. So, do you want to just? Yeah, I, I can make up questions on the fly here. Rapid-fire questions on Ryan. All right, man, go. Nipple size on you. Uh, are we? Oh, you want to? Well, we got to get described for the, the listeners. This is a visual. Quarter, no, yeah, it's a visual. Uh, if you're going right. with the areola part plus the nipple, it's probably quarter size. Next. All right. In your kitchen, in your kitchen, when you organize all of your drawers, do you have a drawer for big utensils and silverware? Does it all get mixed together? And is your pencil drawer in your kitchen? Uh, All the utensils are more or less in the same drawer, big and small. Pencils pencils, we do have uh, pencils in one of the drawers in the kitchen, yes. Does a rolling pin make it into the big utensil drawer? No, it does not. That, that would be absolutely ridiculous. You're ridiculous. <laughs> All right, so where do you keep your rolling wow. pin? It goes in a bigger drawer that's for the rolling pin. You have a rolling pin drawer. Well, Is that next to the waffle drawer? Well, that's so where I store my the rolling pin drawer has other things that I don't understand what they do. The grater? Oh, yes. Actually, the grater's in there, yeah. The measuring uh, cups? Pizza cutter? I want to say is in there. No, that slides right in with the. Oh, Ryan, you're yeah. doing it wrong. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, wait, wait, hold on. So you put the pizza cutter with the utensils? Yes. You don't. Well, I don't understand. It's the same why thing as like a a whisk, and the whisk goes with the the rolling pin. Those wooden ladles. What do you put in your? The big utensil drawer has drawer. utensils. It has forks, spoons, knives. It has big spoons. Okay, has we're spoons. having a miscommunication then. I understand this. I said okay. big utensils. So this was like a hit and run, so, and you failed this. Yeah, one. I like understand that there's, a, there, that there's a fork, knife, and spoon drawer. Oh, there's another? That's, the, that's just the regular, that's where you keep your Those forks and utensils. knives. So remember, they are, you by definition. I, you but you were talking about unique utensils? Yes, the big utensils. Oh, well, why didn't you tell me? So think about our old <laughs> cookie cutter houses you and I used to live at, right? You had next to the stove, you had that weird single drawer, kind of medium drawer, and then at the bottom, the deep yeah, drawer. Yeah, big drawer, yeah. And at the deep drawer, would where, that would kind of be where we keep our big things. The 
rolling pin, the cheese grater, etc. You know, mallets. so several what? mallets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mallets. <laughs> I don't know. I was just going to what he said. <laughs> well, there's a meat tenderizer. It's like a mallet. Oh, okay, nice, nice. Thermometer. So our big drawer, like in our in our new house with the the bottom big drawer, holds a whole bunch of bottles, plastic bottles, like sippy cups, Gatorade bottles, just in Ziploc bags. Okay. Yeah. Those all go together. There should be a theme. Like the so Ziploc if, bags if go my with the wife saran to this, wrap and the... She's going to say, I told you you don't put things where they're supposed to go. Yeah. I mean, she's right. She is right. I end up putting things where I want to put them usually. So I, I unload the dishwasher. Like when I stack cups in the cupboard, I just shove them on the shelf. I don't like organize them in any way, shape, you or You are a monster. I am. I am. Yeah. Well, cups are different than like it plates. Plates you got to do that with bowls. Now sure. plates, I'm I put them yeah. organized nicely. But cups, it doesn't matter. No, it does. No, it does. You have. Oh God. Okay, oh, so all the wow. all the like we hit a nerve. Beer Deep breath. All the beer <laughs> mugs go over by the beer keg. Then you have the pint glasses, which you put like water or. Maybe beer. Oh, or you're soda still or allowed whatever. to have pint glasses. Good for you. Andy. Yeah, and well, so he, those are on now. Blessed, he has a keg. The row above Sorry. them is where the schnapps glasses go. Schnapps glasses. <laughs> so oh that's goodness. where all the little like short guys go, in their various forms. And next to them are the wine glasses. Next to the pint glasses are where you put like the freebie plastic yep, cups you get from yeah. wherever. They always are in different shapes and sizes. Okay, exactly. So they're different shapes and different sizes, but you have a spot for these plastic. Yes, they cups. all go on the left, on the bottom. But okay, so they go. On, so do you stack them in any type of order? Yes, and based the one on that get, gives me the ability to shove as many as possible in there. You go small to so biggest. That like like a Russian, yeah, it's a Russian fine. doll. Yes. But it's not. Yeah, agreed. 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 But I have another question though. Do you put cups inside of cups and stack them? Yeah. Cups, plastic cups. So if we're saying cups, yes. If we're saying glasses, glasses. you're a monster. No, no not yeah, glasses. not glasses, but plastic cups. You'll stack. Them. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. As long as what gets you is the mo- the maximum okay. number of glasses in there. You see, I get a little worried about stacking them because if they're not fully dry, I feel like I'm trapping in that moisture. And oh I'm, no, you just I lean into it. You lean into it. No, yeah. it'll be fine. Yeah. It'll, it'll be, be fine. fine. I see. That is I a paranoia think, of mine. I think our cup habits are a little more. A little more familiar or similar than you Maybe. want to admit. You now, just said you shove them a, in there. That's what I do. I just shove them in there. Do you have there. a schnapps glass shelf? I mean, I don't even know what a schnapps glass is. So it, a rocks glass. A rocks glass, essentially. That's like also what I put glass, my milk like in. You put bourbon in? Yeah. I have two of those. And I treat them like precious. Wow. Wow. Okay. But, I mean, but well, when I say I treat them like precious, I, I guess I don't. I treat them like every other. I just shove them in and fit in there on that shelf. There's a shelf. I have like 16 cups. schnapps glasses, man. 16 <laughs> schnapps. Why do you need so many Most glasses? of them are do you not do, cups. I mean, do you like do dishes once a month or something? No, but like, but they're also my like things that I like uh, put milk in for dinner. Because I don't want a big like pint of milk. I just want to like a little one. And if I want more, I fill it up. Mm. Yeah. Fair and enough. Your dishwasher runs like once 
a every week, day, and it's just filled with schnapps. Our house goes through so many glasses <laughs> and so much schnapps because some schnapps. schnapps glass. I have to tell you, I'm gonna have a steak. I'm gonna put it inside the schnapps glass. If I were cut you it guys, up and eat it, I'm I would some schnapps on the steak. <laughs> if I were you guys, I'd invest in Hiram Walker peppermint schnapps because it's a big seller. Hiram Walker pepper. It sounds terrible. Oh, it's no, it's like nine dollars for a whole bottle of it. And sounds worse. You just go to town on it. Sounds worse. Not selling it. Does it come in a plastic bottle with a plastic cap? Oh no, it's glass. It is only classy not at nine dollars. Give no. me a really. Yeah, I, I, let's just say it's between nine and eleven. If you go to Total uh, Wine, it's nine. If you go to the liquor store in town, you, it's, you drink this straight. Don't mix it with anything. By straight, do you mean do I have ice cubes? No, in yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you mix schnapps with? Uh, ice cubes. Okay, so you're drinking. Yeah, it I'm drinking it straight, okay. motherfuckers. I go through like a schnapps <laughs> bottle every two to three days. Now I'm understanding the amount of schnapps classes you have. I it really like now. peppermint schnapps. It's oh, man, that's weird. No surprise. Don't don't mess with the numbers. You don't have to say two to three days. It's okay to say one and a half days. You're just. Now you're taking the mean. <laughs> oh, man. I feel like your question led me to learning more about you, yeah. which is yeah. really interesting. I mean, I do love my peppermint schnapps. That's really interesting. I, I When I think of peppermint schnapps, I think of, like, gross. I would never touch that. Or years. old man. <laughs> or, That's so, a drink? So when you're sitting there old sipping man? No, no, like, like old people mm. kind of drink peppermint oh, I thought you were saying there was a liquor named Old Man. No. <laughs> I was like, God, I would never drink that. It tastes that. like the olden days. It tastes like Werther's. Oh, Werther's original. Yep. Werther's Diabetes. and racism. Diabetes. <laughs> Call this the Wilford Brimley. Ooh, that's actually when that's you take a... your schnapps and put it in oatmeal. Did you say Wilford Brimley? Wol- Wolford? Wolford? <laughs> Wolford Brimley. Wolf? Wolford. This oh, one's for you, uh, Brian. This uh, one's going down. This segment's funny. going downhill quickly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, ask me another question that's not about dishes. <laughs> not about dishes. Not about dishes. Uh, all right. So uh, then we'll go on a on a on a like conversation topic. So least favorite job you've ever had. Like one that I got paid for? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What did you not get paid for? <laughs> well, I mean, I have all What were of... you doing in your free time? Well, I mean, I like at home, I have to take out the trash. I have to do oh, other things, you know? Okay. Like, right. If you're talking about like a, a a trade or something I got paid for, um, I guess I would say, and this is kind of... Sexy. I would, <laughs> very, very sexy. Way to fill in the blank. You know, in you. fact... I can relate it directly to that. Uh, I used to detassel corn. Oh yeah, we we well, shucked corn all yeah, the time but back then. Well, not shucking for that. Oh wait, this is, so shucking is when you take the the ear right. and you pull the the skin off of the yeah. hair off of that's shucking. Detasseling is when you have sweet corn and you go and pull the tassels out of the male corn to help somehow. So you jerked off corn. I'm sorry. There's and, male versus female. Corn? Yeah, there is. There yes. is. Yeah. So like every other row, it's like male, female, male. That is actually a thing. I did not know this. So we'd get up at like, well, five in the morning, be pulling tassels. And, when the corn is sleeping. Yeah. Because you want to sneak up on it. You got to sneak up on it because it'll attack you. So you wake it up with a Brentwood good morning. 
So my, uh, this is a job that I got through my baseball coach. And I mean, they, they paid us, but we get up at like super early in the morning, you go out and you like pull tassels. So in the morning, like corn looks fairly innocent, right? You, you go and you see corn, you're like, this corn isn't gonna do anything to me. Well, in the morning, it's wet with dudes, right? <laughs> get a <call> back, bud. <laughs> it's so wet with dudes. And then there's all these corn, or not, like cobwebs. So you're like walking through the corn in the morning and you're like getting wet and you're getting cobwebs on you and you're accosted. You're getting accosted by the corn. It's, just, it's, it's terrible. And then as the day moves on, it gets it gets really hot. Okay. So all that, amo- that moisture evaporates and goes away. And then the, the corn, it turns hard. It isn't soft anymore like it was in the morning. It gets hard and it starts it starts cutting you. So you had to wear like these long sleeve shirts while you're going out and detasseling the corn and it was hot so it was like all these things that were awful about it they'll keep going Please. i don't know why to finish actually <laughs> so speaking of finishing when we were done one day my the guy that was running us uh in the field he said tonight boys when you're at home by yourselves don't pull it off that was the last and they said see you later well, so this is how ju- we end the episode. Just to be clear, <laughs> your baseball coach was like, "Boys, we could do some, some infield, or we could go pull off some corn." Andy might need to. And so, that's what you did with your baseball team. So you guys were one in nineteen. <laughs> um, it wasn't all the baseball team, but it was. Uh... Just a select few a select who few. looked like they were good at pulling corn off. Mm-hmm. Pulling corn off. Yeah. Wow. So that was probably the the worst job, but it was there were some good parts. It was fun, you know. Pulling the what tassels were the good very parts? yeah. Can pulling you... the tassels very satisfying. But so okay, we're gonna ignore that and we're gonna go with the you got paid for this. Yeah. Wow. In at bats. In and bats. No, and whoever pulls the best bets lead off. Yep. Yeah. So we would we would detassel corn in the morning, and then usually, I think during the summer I'd play four nights a week little league. So we'd do that in the morning, and then oh play my baseball god, this was afternoon. little league. I thought this was like high school. Holy fuck. Uh, I was sixteen, so I don't. Maybe it's playing little league. league? <laughs> no wonder you were so good. <laughs> well, let me think here. I couldn't. No, I couldn't drive. I couldn't drive. So. It probably would have been... Because it would have looked bad. <laughs> what, what, you mean like... Driving, when, you when, you, when you show up to the Little League game driving. <laughs> That's how it works in the Dominican. Right? I, I think I was 14 or 15 then, because I wasn't able to drive. So I would have been maybe Pony League, not high school baseball. Somewhere around there. So. Well, I'm glad we clarified that. <laughs> Glad I was never on your baseball team with you. <laughs> it's too bad. I think you would have enjoyed it. It's a lot of fun. Obviously. You yeah. know, it was kind of like Mr. Miyagi teaching people karate. I think the detasseling corn was part of hitting better. So instead of waxing on and waxing off, you pulled corn. Okay. No, that's that's on. fair. All right. That's fair. Okay. Well, because you know, Mr. Miyagi got to be too geared toward te- towards teenagers. <laughs> right. 
he right. uh, evolved into yeah. a deeper character. We can't watch Cobra Kai anymore. Right. Mr. Miyagi isn't in Cobra Kai. Just yeah. his picture is. R.I.P. <laughs> yes, Cobra R.I.P. Now. Anyhow, I had a question. I swear to God, like better Karate Kid, a, Hillary Swank or Ralph Macchio? Sixteen. How was Hillary Swank? Was she in Karate Kid? I think she was the next Karate Kid. She was in Boys Don't Cry, which was actually Karate Kid Four. She was also in that uh, movie with Clint Eastwood where she hit her neck on the chair. Gone, baby, gone. Yep. Actually, I think it's the Million boxer. Dollar Baby. That's it. I was like right there. I think Gone Baby Gone is a Nicolas Cage joint. No, Morgan Freeman. And uh, Ben Affleck's brother. And Megan Fox. Yeah, she was the baby. Yep. Yep. Well, that was Ryan, all. Ryan, you got feedback on this? Uh, you said something about somebody, and I wanted to bring up something about it, and I can't remember. <laughs> that was... <laughs> uh, it was yes. before you said... Casey Affleck is Ben Affleck's brother, but then you talked about... Something else right before that, and uh, oh, Nicolas Cage. I was at a we saw Fantastic Beasts recently at the movie theater, and there was a preview for a new Nicolas Cage movie. Oh yeah, where he plays himself. Yes. Yeah. I. Oh, isn't there somebody else in that? Uh, it's uh, Mandalorian. Yes, Pedro Pascal. Yes. Dude, I saw that, and I was like, this movie I want to watch more than anything else in this world. Only if Baby Yoda's in it, though. That would be cool. Maybe. Like, if Nicolas Cage, like, punched Baby Yoda or something. Like, he did something oh, very God. Nicolas. Boy, that got dark. <laughs> well, I mean, like, is a comic thing. Like, I, don't, I don't know. Punching children is never funny. He's 50 years old. Come on. Oh, on the other hand, if a child is on a bike and racks himself, I laugh like ridiculous. <clears throat> I, I want to see Nicolas Cage play himself where Pedro Pascal is, like, the Nicolas Cage super fan and basically rents him for the weekend is what I got from it. Does Pedro Pascal play himself, renting him? He plays an eccentric, I want to say Italian fellow that has a lot of money. And I mean, it's like, uh, hey, take a bid on the celebrity and pay to have him for the weekend. And he somehow buys Nicolas Cage. All right. It's kind of what I got from it. It looked really funny. All right. All right. So here's my question. Do you like... Rocco's Modern Life or Ren and Stimpy better? I don't know that I've seen either one what of them. What is wow. wrong with you? What? Wow. You're the same age as us, well, man. So, so Ren and Stimpy, I know at least what that is. Uh, this Rocco's Modern Life, I have no idea what that he is. He was a wallaby. Yeah. His same. best friend was a heifer and a turtle. Yeah. Yeah. Really, no Rocco's Modern Life for you? Would this have been on cable when I was growing up? Nickelodeon. Yeah, Nickelodeon. Yeah, I didn't have cable growing up. Oh. You guys. Have wow. Apparently, Forest, Ohio didn't have... Not on the farm, bro. We well, had four channels. This was pre-Dollar General days. <laughs> we had ABC, NBC, They actually CBS, supply PBS. cable now? Dollar General supplies cable now. I mean, we had the big yard dish, so that's why yeah. we got a, the great Nickelodeon. No, we had the uh, antenna where you had the... We'd point it north to get the Toledo stations... And we'd point it south to get the Columbus stations. So you'd get up there and turn the knob and it'd go, pick up the stations we wanted to watch. Wow. No cable. I didn't watch South. Uh, so when I got to college, that's the first time I had cable TV. Wow. And I remember watching the first episode of South Park 
or maybe it was the second season of South Park um, in my dorm room. And it was like this mind-blowing moment in my life where I saw things I couldn't believe they were allowed to put on TV. Huh. Huh. But I got big into South Park. Uh, right when I started college, because it was like candy to me. It's like this is well, those first like three or four seasons of it was really pretty funny. I mean, it's still. I mean, I haven't seen an ep- a season in like I don't know four or five years, but recently that I've seen, still pretty funny. Yeah, I I think they're those guys eh. are brilliant. That's what I think. I think they're just. I've watched. Uh, they had some COVID thing, and I watched part of that. <laughs> yes, and, I did watch that. Yeah, the that satire. It's one of the the best satire shows yeah. I've seen. Uh, Randy Marsh and the Dude Pile is my all-time favorite <laughs> South Park <laughs> Trying to stop the future from happening. Yeah, Mine, having a dude pile. The the uh, the Shake Weight episode where oh, Randy always wants good. to get it old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. And uh, Where's the cream freeze? Where's the cream freeze? <laughs> and it dispenses change, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what we've learned on this podcast tonight is that we need to have... Direction. An actual question. Oh, okay. <laughs> and direction, and a uh, and a visual medium for Ryan's whiteboard that will be on our website, okay. so yeah. that people can reference that when we talk about both the Great Malenko and uh, go to h the other tp dot dot backslash backslash <laughs> dot net dot aol. I feel I feel like we'd have an AOL site. We probably Does that should. still exist. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. The dot a or AOL still has web uh, email, right? Oh, there's yeah. still people who pay for it. I I don't know if there. I mean, there's some. Are they still getting CDs in the mail? God, that'd no, be great. That would be awesome. God, I think my parents might still yeah. get it. They uh, might be the people still paying for AOL. Uh, Mom and Dad like to chat online. I whatever we walk away from this with. I walk away with this saying, I had a good time tonight, Ryan, and I appreciate you coming out. It was Uh, a pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Well, from all of us here at Porch Beers with the Lynx. That was a big, like, gap. Like, did you need to catch your breath? Well, I got winded. (laughs) I picked up... I don't know. Hey, uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back uh, in one week with John Gwynn coming up. Oh, Next. is that what's coming up? Yeah. Hot takes for days. Yep. Oh, he gets a week's notice. Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually, Andy recruited him like a month ago. Oh, rub it in. Yeah. He's got a busy schedule. Well, you know, Andy's the booker of the show. And when, you know, I guess. All of my people fail, I go, Dave, just grab somebody. Just grab somebody. Oh, Literally wow. off the street. And again, yet another. But Thank in you. fairness, you were the third person I reached out to. So <laughs> You weren't the fifth. Yeah. Hey, hey you know, it could have been worse. It could have been, been worse. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>